the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. And hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So very happy to have you with us. And I hope you're doing well today. Well, we've got a jam-packed show uh, coming up for you. Uh, by the way, Congressman, uh, Congresswoman Kat Kamek is going to be here. Also, uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Congressman Kevin Hearn, who uh, is chairman of the Republican Study Committee. And uh, a little bit later on, we're going to be talking to our friends, the Isaacs. And if you are a big Christian music uh, fan, you will uh, certainly know those great folks. They're doing a special concert for the nation of Israel, and it's going to be pretty spectacular. It's happening tonight, and we're excited to have them with us. Also, I want to say thank you. Wow, we had it was a big day yesterday on the show, and uh, we we had a few little hiccups here and there, but we appreciate you guys hanging with us as we launched our brand new show on Newsmax, and uh, had a really a, a great audience. And uh, we're going to be doing this every day. Uh, this is part of the uh, the routine of the show. Uh, the third hour will always be simulcast on Newsmax 2 and 2. And you can watch us on all of their social media platforms as well as their website, Newsmax.com. And then at 3 o'clock after our radio show ends, that's when the Todd Stearns TV show begins over on Newsmax. And so uh, we, we'd love to hear from you, and uh, we want our, our radio audience to uh, be a part of our TV audience as well. I'm going to start with a very odd story. And uh, someone sent this to me uh, this morning. I was listening to uh, Ben Dieter uh, talking about this story, and I was just stunned. Actually, there were two stories. Uh, one involved Target, are you familiar with Target? Do you still go to Target? You know, a lot of people are boycotting Target because of uh, the the transgender issue, and Target was marketing products for children uh, who might uh, be struggling with their preferred pronouns, and it created a lot of hullabaloo. I have not been to Target in a very long time, and uh, then you know Target also they allow men to undress in uh, the the bathrooms with the ladies, and there's just some really freaky, deaky stuff going on down at uh, Target. So anyway, uh, Ben Dieter, who is the host of the morning show over on KWAM, he posted a photograph. I guess he was, all, he was over at Target, and I don't know what he was doing at Target. I'm not questioning his values, his morals, but he was shopping at Target or Target. And he came across... 
a an aisle that apparently is is called Christmas Pride. In other words, it is gay themed. <laughs> I'm not. I, I just can't. It's gay themed Christmas decorations. Now I. <laughs> now, as far as I know, uh, Christmas is a is a heterosexual holiday. Um, it, I, I I never really thought about Christmas in the gay sense, although there is that peculiar Christmas song about encouraging us to don our gay apparel. I don't know who Don is, uh, but he apparently enjoys wearing, I don't know, frilly underpants. I don't know what gay apparel is. <laughs> so anyway, Diener's over there, and he's shopping, and he says, oh, wow, look at this. And he took a photograph of it and put it on his Facebook page, and it, it was rather bizarre. It's a, it, the, the ornament is a is a nutcracker now now you may be wondering okay where is where is stern's going with this i'm not sure i want to be talking about gay christmas ornaments that include the word nutcracker but it's true it's uh, one of the nutcrackers from the uh, the palais you know the little uh, soldier dudes and uh in this particular um on this particular aisle you had the it was a black queer nutcracker and it just looked weird you know the the nutcrackers are typically what uh, red and black, right? That's that's what they are, and uh, many of you have them in your homes. But now apparently, Target believes that you should be decorating your home uh, with with gay with gay Christmas ornaments, and they really want you to uh, to buy this black queer nutcracker. I think I'm going to pass, but. All you folks out there, if Juicy Smoulet is on your Christmas gift list, well, you may have the perfect Christmas present for him. I'm sure he would certainly love a, a black queer nutcracker, so to speak. Anyway, I anybody else miss the old Sears Christmas catalogs, right? You could thumb through and you could circle what you wanted and, and send it to mom and send it to grandma. And you didn't have to worry about getting manhandled by a black queer nutcracker in the Target dressing room. Anybody else miss those days? And that brings me to the next story, which really has nothing to do with the other story. But it is just weird. And we got a lot of stuff going on. Today. I've got to get this, this off of my chest. One of the things that bothers me in America is this effort to erase our history. And was it last week, week before last, our, our good friend Jeff Katz over at WRVA, our affiliate in Richmond, sent me the story about the Robert E. Lee statue that was um, incredibly graceful and beautiful. It was there, um, Robert E. Lee on, on his horse, and it stood there on that mo- is it Monument Row or Monument Avenue or Boulevard, and it was really majestic. And, of course, it was taken down, and the radical city leaders turned it over to some black activist group. And they there was this huge, almost sort of like satanic, ritualistic melting of the statue. And they invited the Washington Post reporters to come, and they documented the whole thing. And literally, it looked like something that the – it looked like what the black activists in Richmond, Virginia were doing was really akin to what – the Palestinian terrorists were doing uh, when they invaded Israel, and they beheaded the statue, 
and they threw the the body of the statue into the burning fire, and they it, it was it was sickening. I, I I was revolted and sickened by by watching this, and now they're going to turn it into something I don't know, some sort of a giant black hair pick. Who knows? They did that in Memphis, by the way, because somebody's going to somebody somebody will in, inevitably go tattling to media matters. Yo, man, that Tostar, he he attacking my he attacking my peoples, talking about black hair picks. Who does he think he is? Well, it's true. They actually took down a beautiful statue in downtown Memphis of a Confederate warrior. Was it Jefferson Davis? Actually, the president of the Confederacy. I say, I say, the Confederacy. Anyway, they took it down and they replaced the beautiful statue of Jefferson Davis. With a giant hair pick. You racist, Stone. You racist. All right. And I'm not racist. I love fried chicken and collard greens just like everybody else. <laughs> that always triggers them. But I really do love fried chicken. Collard greens, yeah, it depends. As long as they're d- cooked correctly. If it's with the turkey and the healthy, st- nobody wants to eat healthy turnip, uh, you know, collard greens. You got to have a little bit of fat back in there. I digress. So anyway, they're destroying our culture. And I wrote the book a couple of years ago, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. And I explained to people in this book that ultimately what's happening here is just what the Taliban is, has been doing. Again, Muslims. And uh, over in, uh, in, in the Middle East, when they invade a country, they immediately destroy that nation's culture, that nation's history. I say history. But it's true, they do. And how many times, as a matter of fact, CBS News, 60 Minutes, they documented all of this. It's a fascinating, fascinating story. And the Taliban, or Taliban man, the Taliban man would go in, and they would go to the museums, and they would burn all the books, and they would destroy all the paintings, and they would literally turn that society into rubble. Taliban man, that's what they did. And just like the Taliban man uh, in Afghanistan, we've got that here in America. And most of them are disenfranchised honky people. That's people of the Caucasian persuasion who are offended by the color of their skin. And radical black professional race agitators. It's a really ugly mix of folk. So all that to say, uh, word comes out now that the... The American Ornithological Society, those are the bird people, they have now decided to rename all of the birds named after humans. And here's here's the reason why. Uh, They're very upset because apparently a lot of birds have been named in honor of people who owned slaves back in the day. And um, also, according to the Washington Post, the writer Daryl Fears, and uh, he says that a lot of these people are racist or were racist because they're all dead. A case in point is the McCown Longspur. Are you familiar, ladies and gentlemen? Are you bird? I'm not a big bird watcher except at Thanksgiving, and I love watching that bird coming out of the oven, and it's got that golden skin. Mm-mm with some cornbread dressing and sweet potato. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. 
Thanksgiving's getting close. But I, that's, the, that's the kind of bird watching I like. Or when you're over at Bojangles and they bring out the deep fried bird. That's mighty tasty. But anyway, the, the, the bird people got their uh, feathers ruffled because the McCown Longspur was actually named after a civil war, a Confederate general. So now they have renamed the McCown Longspur, and it will no longer be known as the McCown Longspur, but now it will be called the Thick-Billed Longspur. But even apparently that's not enough. So now there is an effort afoot to stop naming birds after people. So the birds will no longer be named after humans. This is from USA Today. Dozens of bird species in the United States will get imaginative new names that reflect their traits and habitats rather than the names of people. The American uh, Orenth- Okay, this is the bird people. The American Bird Society announced Wednesday. The society plans to remove all human names from the common names for birds within its jurisdiction. And instead, they want to create a more inclusive environment for people of diverse backgrounds interested in bird watching and ornithology. The, the public process, yet to be fully defined, will include 70 to 80 birds in the U.S. and Canada. Well, what right do we have as Americans to rename the Canadian birds? And for that matter, I mean, what happens if you go over to another country and they're still using the old bird names? Karen Newsom is an ornithologist. She hangs out with birds. I'm really excited about this change, she said. She is among a group of dozens of black outdoor enthusiasts that launched the first Black Birders Week in May 2020. May I ask a question, and I don't mean to offend anyone here, but are black bird is black birds is that racist? What about the yellow-bellied hoary marmot? Oh, that's actually a groundhog. My apologies. I'm curious. So how do they determine what is and what is not a racist bird name? And how exactly are they going to be renaming all of these birds? I mean, will the dodo bird be? Or what about the, um, well, here we go. The committee also proposes to change names considered derogatory or culturally inappropriate, like the flesh-footed shearwater. Well, how is that racist? The Eskimo curlew. And the Inca dove. Okay, so how are these these racist? But ladies and gentlemen, this is what it looks like when you erase your society. You erase your culture. But here's what I want to know. After they name all the birds, they're going to give all the birds new names. Are they going to be able to stop the birds from taking a dump on my car after I get it washed? Is that possible? All right, we got to take a break here. 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. And I'm curious to hear from you. Do you support this effort to erase American history, to rename all the birds? 
And believe it or not, literally, they're literally digging up Confederate generals and Confederate veterans out of their graves because black people are apparently offended that they've been buried in public parks. And let me ask this question, folks. If they're going to start renaming bird names, is it possible, just possible, they may have to start renaming the actual states of the Confederacy because those names of the states, Virginia, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Mississippi, Emma, crooked letter, crooked letter, ah, humpback, humpback, those names could offend people. Are we going to rename those too? What about all the descendants of the Confederate generals and soldiers? Are, are, are they going to be asked to leave the country? Is Will that satisfy this cultural purge of America? 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. America is at a tipping point. Hi, everybody. Todd Stern's here. And I want to tell you about a new movie you have to see. It's from my good friend, Dinesh D'Souza. The movie is called Police State, and it exposes the government's relentless persecution of the conservative MAGA movement. The America we know and love is becoming more and more like a police state every day. The FBI turned its eye away from the real dangers in the world to target what they call domestic terrorists. With a totalitarian agenda that's literally treating conservative Americans like criminals. They're targeting their political enemies using mass surveillance and censorship, indoctrinating our kids, threatening our families with military-style raids on our homes, threatening people like you and me who speak our minds and stand up for freedom of speech, freedom of religion, our God-given American liberties. Directed by Dinesh D'Souza, Debbie D'Souza, and Bruce Schooley, Police State sounds the alarm. If you demand your freedom, they're coming after you. So how do we get here, and how do we turn the time of this tyrannical government agenda. You have to see this movie, Police State. Buy it or stream it now at policestatefilm.net. That's policestatefilm.net. Oh, by the way, yeah, if you're at Target and they're selling something in the Christmas Pride section called a... I don't know, a holiday bush, I would probably just take a pass. I I probably would. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, let's go to the phones, 844-747-8868. Bill in Statesville, North Carolina, starting off our day. Hi, Bill, what's going on? Oh, hi, Todd. Uh, interesting conversation you were talking about, Richmond. And you're right, it's called Monument Avenue in Richmond. Thank you. I grew up with Ray there, Virginia, about 30 miles south in Dinwiddie County. And people don't understand Robert E. Lee and what the man represented and the man's morals. You have to take everything in, the, in, in consideration of the times. You know, Winfield Scott, also from Dinwiddie County, was general of the Army then. He tried to give Robert E. Lee the command of all the Union forces. He would not raise his sword, as he said, against his home state. That's the way it was in those days. But back to Monument Avenue. If you go back and look at Monument Avenue, it's in the uh, fashionable fan section of the Richmond area. It was in the county when it was first established. You know, school children gave dimes for the statues to have them, um, you know, bought and built from all the southern states. And that, that, that Monument Avenue section is a national historic district. If you go back to the late 60s, early 70s, when the NHPA, National Historic Preservation Act, was founded, the uh, paperwork for that district says you have a sense and a feeling of things. That's part of the how you get a district. The sense and feeling of that district was Monument Avenue, and it specifically says the statues in the paperwork in the application to the uh, Interior Department. Now, if I lived on Monument Avenue 
and my historic district no longer applies because you tore down all the sense and feeling, I, you know, the HOA can just go to heck. I'll paint my porch pink and purple and green now in protest. That's what you need to do. <laughs> my, look, Bill, I, it's a great point. We're coming up on a break here. That That's a very fair point here. But again, folks, where do you draw the line? Where do you say enough is enough? I mean, we are watching 1984, George Orwell's novel, Coming to Life in America. We'll be right back. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillow sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing Amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to mypello.com slash starns. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1 800 839 8506. The offer comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. That's mypello.com slash starns. Use the promo code starns or call 800 839 8506. Promo code starns. the new Ron DeSantis campaign theme song. Um, Wow. What's what's going on with DeSantis? Uh, This guy and the the boots. Have you seen? I know we've got a lot of guys uh, in the audience. And a lot of you guys out there, you you wear boots. You wear cowboy boots. And um, DeSantis has been wearing the cowboy boots. The problem is uh, (laughs) they're pretty big boots to fill. And, and DeSantis is apparently not filling the boot. Uh, even more so, th- there are people out there saying DeSantis is lying about how tall he is. He says he's 5'11", five, five but some people are saying he's 5'8". Now, at the end of the day, none of this really matters, and this is a lot of campaign hullabaloo. But it's DeSantis's response to all of this that is troubling. Because the guy is thin-skinned and cannot take a joke. But it is kind of weird. Have you seen the videos of DeSantis? And it's very clear that he's wearing uh, lifts inside of the boots because the, the boots are just flopping, right? The, the foot of the boot is just flopping. And nobody wants a commander-in-chief who wears floppy boots. Be like Reagan. And again, it's... Just be yourself. This is what people don't understand about the attraction of Donald John Trump, is that Donald Trump is himself. He knows he knows what his hair, he knows what's going on upstairs with the hair. He doesn't care. It's the way he likes it. He doesn't care what you think. Donald Trump, when he goes out to uh, the trick-or-treaters, he wears a suit, usually with a red tie. 
when Donald Trump goes down to, to the southern states, he's not out there with a fake southern accent. Ooh, I love me some fried chicken. Woo, check out that chicken breast. It's huge. No, you don't hear Donald Trump saying that. He's going down there. And, if, and by the way, Donald Trump happens to like a bucket of KFC. Donald Trump likes to have some McDonald's. Well, good for you, sir. He doesn't care what people think. He is himself. He is comfortable in his own skin. I I don't think DeSantis is comfortable in his skin. And I think it's coming from the missus. I think the missus is the one pulling all the strings here. As a matter of fact, there was a report that she's the one who tells him what to wear. That's a little weird. Unless he's got really bad fashion sense, and then it makes sense. But the rumblings are that Mrs. D has been the one calling all of these horrible, horrible campaign shots. And it's really tanking his it's tanking him right now. I want to play some audio. Because there is uh, something very disturbing happening. And you need to be aware of this. There is an effort afoot to try and remove President Trump from the ballot once they get to the RNC. So Trump is going to win. Trump is going to win the the primaries. He is going to be the nominee going into the RNC meeting. But once that happens, there is a lot of talk among high-ranking Republicans that they will try and stop Trump from becoming the nominee and then physically inserting someone like a DeSantis or a Nikki Haley. Now, here's President Trump. Cut number two. A fake trial is currently taking place to try and illegally remove my name from the ballot. I often say that 2024 will be the most important election in the history of our country. The reason for that and that statement is that our country is being destroyed by people who have no idea what they're doing, or even worse, they may very well have an idea. They may hate our country, and they may want to see it destroyed. But it may also be the last election we ever have. If this election doesn't work, if this election is rigged and stolen, if bad things happen, our country will not survive. If Crooked Joe and the Democrats get away with removing my name from the ballot, then there will never be a free election in America again. We will have become a dictatorship where your president is chosen for you. You will no longer have a vote or certainly won't have a meaningful vote. And you could say, frankly, that that has already begun. This truly is our final chance to save America. And with the 2024 election now less than one year away, This is your chance to take a stand against tyrants that support the one and only movement that can save our country and make America great again. We must win in 2024. If we don't win, we will not have a country. If we do win, we will make America greater than it's ever been before. Thank you. All right. So, and it's not just Colorado this is happening. It's also happening in Minnesota. But this is there's a reason why this is so very important. It's because of what's going to happen at the RNC. Cut number oh, this is before we play this cut, it's cut eleven, but this is Ron DeSantis on MSDNC this morning suggesting that President Trump should be removed 
from the ballot if he is convicted in any of the cases. Cut 11. And you did say, Governor, at that August debate when the question was put to the entire panel, if Donald Trump is convicted, will you still, and he is the nominee, would you still support him? And you raised your hand. You're a lawyer. You've served in the Navy. You're well-trained at the greatest schools. Do you really believe that a man who's convicted of, say, attempting to overturn the 2020 election or taking nuclear secrets back to his beach club, do you actually still, as we sit here today, believe that person should be president? So I signed a pledge, uh, uh, Willie, and uh, that, that pledge is what it is. Now, do I think somebody under those circumstances could get elected president? The answer is no. Uh, that will not happen. Uh, I think that Republican voters uh, will understand that as, as we get closer to, to, to voting. Uh, but it is, it would be fatal uh, in a general election. And I don't think the party should, should nominate um, in that situation. However, uh, you know, I signed the pledge. I'm a Republican. I don't think it's going to come to that. Uh, and I think we'll be uh, we'll get the job done like we need to. Uh, but the reality is, is I signed it and that's what I did. So you stand by that this morning. Yeah, when I when I when I signed the pledge, um, you know, I knew you never know what's going to happen. It's a crazy process. Uh, people uh, make different decisions. And I think my point of view on it was, you know, I'm participating in this process. Uh, I've got the plan to win. Uh, we're going to win at the same time. It's like you can't just take your ball and go home. Uh, you can't on the one side of your mouth say the country's in decline. Biden's failing. And on the other hand, say, you know, I'm just going to pout if things don't go my way. So that was kind of my rationale for for doing it. There you have it, folks. What he could have done there, you could have had you could have had DeSantis coming out and laying into the premise, which was a false premise, that MSNBC presented to him. Because that's not what Trump is being accused of doing. Those are not the charges that President Trump is facing. And DeSantis could have called him out on that. DeSantis could have said, What we need to be talking about here, Willie is the the weaponization of the federal government. The idea that the, the O'Biden Justice Department has been weaponized to take out Donald Trump, the front runner in the race. That's what DeSantis should have done, but he didn't do it. I don't like this guy. The more I hear DeSantis talk, the wiggling and the squirming and the well, and the whole boot, the idea that a man cannot be comfortable with whether or not he is tall or short, just own it, man. There's really not much you can do about it. God made you who you are. That bothers me. And the more I hear, it's just like Vivek Ramaswamy. The more I hear that guy talk, the more I feel bad about the things I've said about used car salesmen. The more I hear DeSantis talk, I just don't trust the guy. There's something not right there, and I just don't trust the guy, but it's very odd. 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. Oh, 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 I've got to share this story with you. So Matt Fuller is the D.C. Bureau Chief for the Daily Beast, and he's done a deep dive into the financial records of House Speaker Mike Johnson. And his investigation has turned up some shocking things, ladies and gentlemen, shocking things. Do not even take a bite of your bologna and cheese sandwich because you may choke on it. Apparently, we've got a scandal brewing now in the Speaker's office. Because it turns out, according to the Daily Beast, 
that our beloved Republican leader has less than $5,000 in his bank account. I know this is shocking. He also doesn't own any stock in any companies. Again, shocking. And, and ladies and gentlemen, Mike Johnson has a home equity loan. In other words, he wasn't able to go and just plop down $500,000 cash to buy the family home. The Daily Beast also said the speaker has no retirement savings. Now, I know this is horrifying to all of the height highfalutin journalist inside the beltway but it seems to me when you're going through the list here less than five grand in the bank account no stock and you had a home loan seems to me like speaker johnson is just like the average american and i don't know about you but i find that to be a bit refreshing and it seems to me that instead of investigating this good and decent and honorable man who clearly live in paycheck to paycheck like everybody else I'd be curious to know why he's not out there investigating some of these career politicians who become multimillionaires many times over. And all they're making is $174,000 a year. So how is that possible? I'll give you an example. Nancy Pelosi. Remember Nancy Pelosi with the big high-dollar freezer filled with the gourmet ice cream? That woman is worth over $100 million. She has no discernible skill set, and she's worth over $100 million as a politician. Nobody wants to talk about that. Or what about Bernie Sanders, the socialist who owns, what, three houses? The guy's literally never held a job in his life. But they're going to go after Mike Johnson because he is a good and decent man. So let's review here because, man, they have got the they are going after Mike Johnson big time. As a matter of fact, we've got some, do we have the audio? They were, MSDNC, um, they were going after him over um, over his positions on the LGBT issues. It's insanity. We, we don't have time to play that right now, but it's absolute insanity. So after weeks of all of this investigation, the D.C. press corps has learned they have confirmed that Speaker Johnson is a born-again Christian man who knows his pronouns. He follows the teachings of the Bible, especially on the areas of marriage and sex. He's been faithful to his wife. He and his wife have raised great children. He's been a man of his word during his time on Capitol Hill. And he lives paycheck to paycheck. You know, come to think of it, I, I guess I can see where those values would definitely raise eyebrows in Washington, D.C. All right, got to take a break. 844-747-8868. That's our number. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 
Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You watched the World Series last night? Oh, that was a heck of a game. Uh, so the the Texas Rangers defeated the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, five to nothing. That was Game Five, first time World Series champs in what the sixty uh, three year history of the franchise. And um, uh, uh, just an interesting note, and we've got the story up over on the website toddsterns.com. Only one team in Major League Baseball has refused to bow down to the alphabet activist. Only one team has refused to ever hold a Pride Night celebration in the history of the Pride Night celebrations. Only one. And last night, that team won the World Series. Some people are saying it's it's a God thing. Now, earlier this year, the Rangers came under fire because, you know, the um, remember the Dodgers and they had the they they had the drag queen night and then they allowed these uh these nuns these drag queen nuns to show up and defile the the bible and mock catholics it was horrible and a lot of this was happening in a lot of the um in a lot of professional sports they were making the players wear the rainbow badges they had to become allies whether or not they wanted to or not do they have heterosexual allies? Is that a thing? Are they? Are we allowed to do that? <sighs> then you've got the WNBA. No, I can't. That's just too easy. I, I can't. I'm not going to go down. No. <laughs> I've already said enough. So anyway, um, the activists came after the Texas Rangers, and they were calling them homophobic. They were calling them bigots. And the, the Rangers were like, hey, look, we're not pandering to anybody here we have a policy and the policy is everybody is welcome everybody is welcome if you are a baseball fan we want you to come to the ballpark we want you to sit down we want you to enjoy some uh, delicious popcorn we want you to enjoy a ballpark frank we want you to even have some cracker jacks enjoy yourself this is the ballpark and there was a time, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was a time when going to a football game or going to a baseball game or a basketball game, it was an escape, right? You had a crazy week, but you were, at the end of the day, you're clocking out, you're going home, and uh, you're putting on some, you're putting on your favorite jersey, and you're going out to the ball game. And it doesn't matter what kind of a lousy day you may have had. It doesn't matter that your wife yelled at you for not mowing the grass. You were getting out of the house. You were going to the ballpark, and you were having a great time with your buddies. There was a time when that was the norm. But now it's like you have to pledge allegiance to the rainbow flag. You've got to, if you want season tickets, you've got to write down your preferred pronouns. And I don't know, you've got to, you have to watch the RuPaul show. And maybe wear a feather boa. Or if you're DeSantis, some stilettos. So Ray Davis, who's the majority owner of the Rangers, said, hey, look. Um, and he he said this during his speech last night as they, they were uh, getting the trophy. And he said he's a man of faith. He's a person of faith. 
And he, look, that tells me everything I need to know about their policies, that they're not going to bow down. They're not going to, they're not going to surrender their values, you know, based on where you want to put your private parts at night. And that's really what these, I mean, when you ask people, what are you, what exactly is pride night? Well, they're proud of where they put their private parts. I mean, that's what gay pride is or LGBT pride or whatever they call it. They're proud of their sexual prowess. And there are a lot of people in this country who do not feel this should be celebrated in a ballpark. Nobody cares if you're getting to second base in the bedroom. They care if it's in the World Series. So anyway, um, Nick Adams, the best-selling author, he said, God rewards those who don't go woke. Is that true? 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stark Show. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Hour two of the big show underway across America, border to border, coast to coast. Hope you're doing great, ladies and gentlemen. Man, I... You know, I don't know. Maybe it's the weather. It's really cold uh, here in Memphis. I got a, got a little bit of a frost on the pork butt, if you will. But it's it's sort of a put a pep in my step. So I hope you're doing good today. We've got a, a great hour coming up. Also, uh, just a reminder, all this week we are celebrating the launch of the Todd Stern Show on, new, uh, on N2, which is the brand new platform from Newsmax. And uh, we look forward to welcoming Newsmax viewers uh, on the third hour of the program. And, of course, the Todd Stearns TV show, um, it airs at 3 o'clock Eastern immediately after the radio program. And you can watch on all of Newsmax's awesome platforms. So, look, in the last hour of the show, we were talking about uh, these uh, these efforts by the culture jihadist to tear down all of our statues and monuments, rename our streets, rename the parks. As a matter of fact, in Memphis, there is an effort to rename Audubon Park. They want to, and and it seems to me that it would be easier if the the culture jihadist, if the black activist out there would just admit that they want anything named after a white guy changed. Anything, any park, building, street, anything named after or in honor of a white guy has to be destroyed. It would be, I think, a whole lot easier, right? Instead of the drips and the drabs, just come out and admit what you want to do. It's really not that, that it's not that difficult. And I think everybody would understand. Well, of course, yes, of course, just go ahead and uh, what did that, what's the, uh, what was it in Tommy Boy? Kill Whitey. That's just metaphorically speaking, of course. But that's, that's what they want to do. Uh, let's go to the phones here, 844-747-8868, Brownsville, Tennessee. Miss Dottie listening to us on the great WTJS. Hi, Miss Dottie, what's on your mind? Well, good afternoon, sir. I just would like to think that I had gotten away from the swamp of Washington, D.C., but it's like an octopus. 
its tentacles are reaching here, too. So I'm not too far from Memphis. But anyway, I was listening to you earlier when you were talking about the renaming of birds. And I was saying, just everybody calm down, take a deep breath. This is another distraction from the left. And they want to keep us distracted away from the real issues that are going on in America today. So I don't care about a bird being renamed. Leave the remains in a cemetery. You've got better things to do, or at least they should have better things to do, to try to make a correction of all of this mess that has been made in the last three years. So it's just a distraction. It's a way to still divide the races, and that's about it. Why do you think that is, Miss Dottie? Why do you think they're so determined to 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 create a race war in this country? Well, let me see. I'm not a a, a psychologist or psychiatrist, but evidently they have a problem accepting the race they are. Does that sound reasonable? Well, look, I'm not a psychologist either, but I, I kind of like where you're going with that. I mean, and again, when by and large, you know, when you're talking about the average people in Memphis, um, I go to a very a racially diverse church. Um, I, I think people by and large, black and white, Hispanic, Asian American, everybody pretty much gets along. But then you have these people that make a living out of trying to divide us. And, Miss Dottie, I think ultimately the reason why is they know this is the nation's kryptonite. Right, and, exactly. And, and they know this will – it doesn't matter what it is. They It will set people off, and that's why they do it. Well, you know, I'm getting – Mr. Todd, I'm getting uh, immune to that because when I hear it, I exactly know what they're trying to do. And I think that the American population and citizenry – should understand this is what their motive is and ignore them. You know, we used to have a saying when we were in Washington, D.C., coming home on the bus from school. If someone is acting up and acting out, we would say to each other, ignore them. They may go away. There you go. Well, Miss Dottie, it is good advice, and uh, you, you sound like a very wise lady. I want you to give us a call back sometime. you got to promise to do that. I will. All right. Miss Dottie from Brownsville, Tennessee. Beautiful town, by the way. If you're over in West Tennessee, you should definitely go by and, and check that out. 844-747-8868 is our phone number. That's 844-747-8868. Uh, by the way, Pennsylvania High School has become ground zero in the fight over allowing boys who think they are girls to use the bathrooms of their choice. So this was happening at Sun Valley High School in Pennsylvania, also Loudoun County, a high school there in Virginia, where kids walked out of class. Many were holding signs and banners, and they're protesting a a decision to let an 18-year-old boy use the girls' bathroom and the girls' locker room. And the school actually tried to play hardball. They said, if you walk out of class, you're going to be punished. If you are on a basketball team or volleyball team and you walk out, we're going to bench you. 
Now, if it was for an LGBT cause or Black Lives Matter cause, the, the teachers would have actually been out there and they would have walked out of class as well. But it turns out the kids said, you know what, fine, if that's what you want to do, then you do it. But we're going to do what we believe is right. And the kids, they walked right out of the classroom. And I say, good for these kids. It is exciting to see a movement across the nation where finally these young people are getting it. You know, they go to class. They want to learn. They want to be engineers and nurses and doctors. And instead, they're getting an LGBT lesson in every single classroom. Billy, what's three plus three? Um, three plus three, um, three plus three is six. No, what's your pronoun? What's your pronoun? Jeez, hello. All right. I'm just telling you, these are really freaky times in public schools across America. So anyway, good for you kids. Good for you kids. By the way, President Trump announcing a, a really interesting idea, launching his his own sort of university. Take a listen. We spend more money on higher education than any other country, and yet they're turning our students into communists and terrorists and sympathizers of many, many different dimensions. We can't let this happen. It's time to offer something dramatically different. Under the plan I'm announcing today, we will take the billions and billions of dollars that we will collect by taxing, fining, and suing excessively large private university endowments, and we will then use that money to endow a new institution called the American Academy. Its mission will be to make a truly world-class education available to every American, free of charge, and do it without adding a single dime to the federal debt. This institution will gather an entire universe of the highest quality educational content covering the full spectrum of human knowledge and skills and make that material available to every American citizen online for free. I I like this idea. What about you? Save a lot of money going online, learning about learning about the basics. I love this idea of an American Academy. All right, we got to take a break here, folks. 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. Now, we've been talking a lot about Newsmax, and that's because exciting things are happening at Newsmax. They are now expanding their brand with Newsmax Plus. It includes all of their incredibly popular shows, Greta Van Susteren, Rob Schmidt, Greg Kelly, Eric Bowling, all on Newsmax Plus. And you get great analysis from Mike Huckabee, Dick Morris, Alan Dershowitz, and Carrie Lake. Nobody covers President Trump like Newsmax. Nobody in the press asks the tough questions about Joe Biden like Newsmax. And Newsmax Plus is fighting for you. So here's what we want to offer you. Uh, We're going to give you a free test drive. So if you want to check it out, it will not cost you a single penny for this test drive. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com, NewsmaxPlus.com, and you can sign up for a free trial. It just takes a few minutes. Again, go to NewsmaxPlus.com, get the special code, and you can watch Newsmax Plus on our free app on your smartphone or on your home TV set. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax, and you should too. Ron DeSantis isn't that tall. 
Actually, he's kind of small. He uses lifts to look tall. Let's hope he doesn't fall, cause he wears high heels. He wears high heels. He's a guy who will lie about his high heels. There is simply just no debate. He's under 5'8". Those heels aren't for support. Ron DeSantis, he's incredibly. Ron DeSantis, he's incredibly. Ron DeSantis, he's incredibly short. Shame on you. Shame on you, Jim Gossett. That was a, a low blow. Oh, pardon me. I didn't know. I didn't mean anything by that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Good to have you with us today. And, of course, our good buddy Jim Gossett. I don't know how that guy comes up with these things, but he does a, a terrific job for us. All right. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Want to uh, switch gears just a bit. Jesse Waters over at Fox now under attack by the White House, and they're demanding an apology. So yesterday, Jesse Waters, uh, in his monologue, says he's had it with Arab Americans and the Muslim world. He says, I want to read the quote here. This is what Waters said. He says, we, and when I say we, I mean the West and Western technology, we created the Middle East. We made them rich. We got that oil out of the ground. Our military protects all of the oil shipments, making them rich. We fund their military. We respect their kings. We kill their terrorists. But we've had it. We've had it with them. Obama, Trump, now Biden have tried to get the heck out of that stupid desert. Just as we're about to get out because we have this great balance of power we're arranging, these crazy Muslim fanatics come in and massacre over a thousand of our allies and hold Jewish people hostage, hold Americans hostage. And so if you're an Arab American in this country and you rip down posters of Jewish hostages, American hostages, no, no, no. Somebody's got to get punched in the face. When you rip down posters of the hostages, this is, it's absolutely not acceptable. So the White House is enraged. How dare you? White House Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates said this, and I quote, Fox News apologized to its viewers over host Jesse Waters' remarks that he's had it with Arab Americans and Muslims. And uh, then he goes on to say, noting that his unacceptable remarks come just weeks after a six-year-old Palestinian-American boy was murdered. That was a terrible, tragic thing. And the guy who did it ought to be held accountable, ought to get the death penalty, send him to the chair. But I find this interesting, and Waters is on to something. We've been talking about this on this program. And let me be very clear about something here. Not a single Muslim has condemned what happened in Israel. Not a one. When you look at what's happening all over our country right now, when you see the people tearing down the posters and the banners of the kidnapped Israeli children, these are mostly Palestinian Americans or their sympathizers. We all heard what Ilhan Omar said. We all understand. We all heard what Rashida Tlaib said. There's been no condemnation from the White House from those remarks. But they're going to tell Jesse Waters, who's an opinion journalist over at Fox, that he's got to apologize because he says he's had it with Arab Americans. Well, between you and me, ladies and gentlemen, I'm kind of curious. 
Why aren't the Arab Americans marching in the streets in defense of those innocent babies that have been slaughtered in Israel? Why is that? Not a single one. I, I think we're kind of deserving of an answer. Everybody else out there is protesting, but not the Muslims, not the Arab Americans. Just pointing out a fact here. All right, 844-747-8868. You think Jesse Waters ought to apologize? So last night, here was Kat Kamick on Hannity, cut number eight. What are we to do in the last two weeks? There's been 27 attacks against American soldiers in Iraq and Syria. Joe Biden had two little pinprick responses, two empty warehouses. That's it. Yeah. And they're, they're firing at our soldiers. Yeah. What should our response be? Well, think about this, Sean. Just tonight, over 50 Democrats voted to in, 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 enrich the uranium program with Iran. They said that they were okay with a nuclear Iran. A resolution on the House line. floor, 50 Democrats said that they were okay with a nuclear Iran. So that tells you everything you need to know about the Democratic Party today. We have gotten so far away from the basics, and that's what we need to be focusing on, our national defense, rebuilding our military, having our readiness. But when you have a commander-in-chief who is more like a trafficker-in-chief, a guy who wants an open border, crime in the streets, spend us into oblivion, we have no capability to actually be prepared for the war or the conflicts that are coming. And certainly where we have had money, taxpayer money going, we have not got a strategy. There's no accountability. And for the American people, they're fear infuriated, and rightfully so. They deserve a plan. They deserve accountability, transparency, and we need to have the backs of our men and women in uniform every day, all day. All right, let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Congresswoman Kat Kamick uh, joins us from Florida's 3rd Congressional District. And uh, Congresswoman, real quick here, um, uh, and our time is a bit limited, But I'm curious to hear your thoughts on these attacks on Speaker Johnson, the latest coming from the media, that he's a middle-class guy and doesn't have a lot of money in his bank account. Yeah, it's it's terrible, Todd, and thanks for having me back. I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of a markup in committee, so I just stepped out, so I, I know we're short on time, but... No, the attacks on Speaker Johnson have been absolutely disgusting. Um, I've had people question if he is capable to be Speaker of the House because he is a man of faith, Um, to which I say Washington, D.C. is a very dark place that will suck the life out of you. And in order to be successful and even just survive this place, you have to have faith. And then to attack his finances, I mean, for for years, people have been screaming that they want a representative that is actually reflective of the people. They don't want rich billionaire insiders. We've had Nancy Pelosi, who has been inside trading for years, is a multimillionaire several times over, and no one said a word about it. Now you have a guy who is working class, who's actually reflective of the people that we represent here in the people's house, and now they have a problem with it. And I should remind people that... No, he does not trade stocks. He does not own stocks. And he doesn't report his retirement account because he is not required to by law. Federal employees do not report their TSP retirement account. Exactly. That is directly from the ethics and house guidance. And, so, and Congresswoman, I hate to do this, but we the computer is going to cut us off. But we are going to get you rescheduled. And we appreciate you taking a couple of minutes here. But we will get you back. Uh, Congresswoman Kat Kamick, everybody from Florida. This is the Todd Stern Show. All 
Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today. I want to play some audio for you. This is a student at the University of Pennsylvania. And this is this goes back to Jesse Waters' point that where are all of the Arab Americans who are standing up for for the Jews? And and more importantly, should we allow people in this country who defend the terrorists? It seems to me if you are a terrorist sympathizer, your butt needs to be on the next plane out of the country. So here is the voice of a student at the University of Pennsylvania. You will hear her refer to the Hamas terrorist as freedom fighters, and she called the October 7th slaughter and the beheading of babies glorious, joyful, and powerful. Take a listen. A friend uh, from back home recently reminded me of something which I would like to share with all of you. Do you guys remember the photo of the kids and men laughing and smiling as they sat on top of the Israeli military jeep captured by our freedom fighters? Yes! Do you remember that picture? Yes! How about the photos of the bulldozer breaking through the deadly border? Do you remember that picture? Yes! And the several other joyful and powerful images which came from the glorious October 7th? Yes! I want you to picture those in your mind. I want you all to remember how you felt when you saw those images and heard the news. I remember feeling so empowered and happy, so confident that victory was near and so tangible. I want all of you to hold that feeling in your hearts. Never let go of it. Channel it through every action you take. Bring it to the streets. Yes! Go down to the streets every day and don't ever let them feel that you quietly accept this genocide. All right, there you go. That's at the University of Pennsylvania, ladies and gentlemen. The University of Pennsylvania. My question is, why isn't the White House concerned about that kind of rhetoric? As a matter, we know they're not concerned about that sort of rhetoric, and the reason we know that is that the administration has been going out of their way to say this is really about Islamophobia. And the administration yesterday, Kamala Harris coming out, and making this pronouncement that they are creating an initiative to deal with what she called Islamophobia. This is unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen, just absolutely unbelievable. You you talk about tone deaf, but the administration yesterday announced the national strategy to combat Islamophobia. And they're doing that even though right now, the attacks on Jews in America up well over 400%. So again, you need to understand who is pulling the strings in the Biden White House, and it is Barack Hussein Obama, who says he is a Christian man. That's what he says. But this man is very, very, very sensitive to anyone who says anything that might offend the Muslims. 
So you can read into that whatever you want to read into it. But this administration truly believes that the victims here are the Muslims, not the Jews, and certainly not the Christians. And what they're trying to say in this national strategy to combat Islamophobia is that when the Muslims show up at your house in the dark of night and they rape your wife and they cut out your tongue and then they put your newborn baby in the oven and they roast your baby alive and then they behead you, before that happens, whatever you do, don't say anything that might offend the Muslims because that would be Islamophobia. Have you seen any statements, any statements at all from this administration calling out the Islamic radicals, the Muslims who are out there committing all of these great atrocities? No, and you're not going to because they don't believe the Jews are really the victims here. They're playing along right now, but they ultimately they don't believe that the Jews are the victims, and they certainly don't believe Christians are the victims. It's absolutely tone deaf. And if you're a Jew and you're still voting for Democrats, you're a moron. I mean, there's really no other way to say it. And the same goes for you Christians. According to the New York Post, and this is uh, what, what uh, Kamala Harris said, for years, Muslims in America and those perceived to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate number of hate-fueled attacks. Here's a thought. How about not flying jetliners into buildings? And then maybe, just maybe, people will be a little nicer. Just want to throw that out there as a suggestion. She said, as a result of the Hamas terrorist attack in Israel and the humanitarian crisis in Gaza, we have seen an uptick in anti-Palestinian, anti-Arab, and Islamophobic incidents across America. And she referenced the six-year-old Palestinian-American boy who was killed last month in Chicago. Horrible crime. Whoever did it deserves the death penalty. But the reality here is I want to start seeing some statements coming out of this White House condemning the slaughter of the Jews and the Christians, and predominantly the Jews nowadays. Where are those statements? It's because they don't care. They just don't care. 844 844- 747-8868 is our phone number. That's 844-747-8868. Do you think Jesse Waters ought to apologize for saying he's had it with Arab Americans? I don't know about you, but I've had it too. I'm sick and tired of the terrorism in America and across this world. And every time there's a terrorist attack, every time there is a terrorist attack, what is the first thing? The first thing the White House says, what is the first thing the Biden administration says? You could have hundreds of Americans dying in the streets from a from a terrorist attack, and the first words out of their mouth is, we have to think about our Muslim countrymen today because they're in, they're in pain. They're hurting. It's never about the victims with the Democrats. Never. As a matter of fact, in a way, in a way, when somebody gets killed in a terrorist attack, really it angers the White House because it makes the it makes the Muslim community look bad. But again, all I'm asking 
If, in fact, there are all of these moderate Muslims out there, where are they? And why are they not speaking out? 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. I can't say enough good stuff about Mike Lindell. I, I really can't. He is just, what a great American patriot, and literally put everything on the line. Now, Christmas time is right around the corner, and, and you've heard the stories, the financial attacks being directed at Mike and my pillow, and there's an opportunity for us to step up. Number one, you're going to be helping a great American patriot. Number two, you're going to be helping uh, pay the salaries of a lot of great American workers. And number three, you're going to be able to buy an incredible Christmas gift for a loved one. And we've got some great deals for you. Mike, right now, if you go to MyPillow.com slash Starns, Mike's going to hook you up with a queen-size MyPillow for just nineteen ninety-eight. It makes a wonderful Christmas present. If you want to go king-size, it's just $10 more. Regular price, price $69.98. You're going to get a massive discount. You're also going to be able to get a deep discount on all the MyPillow products. I've got all of them, the bed sheets and the mattress toppers and the awesome My Slippers. Folks, go to MyPillow.com slash Starns and type in my promo code Starns. You're going to get the amazing offer on the queen size my pillow for just nineteen ninety eight, or you can give them a call right now one eight hundred eight three nine eighty five zero six. That's one eight hundred eight three nine eighty five zero six. Now, just in case you need a reminder, every single pillow you get a ten year warranty, you get a sixty day money back guarantee. It is time to start getting that quality sleep you deserve, folks, and you're going to be able to do that at MyPillow, 1-800-839-8506. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Todd Stearns radio program. Hope you're doing well today. Uh, Coming up. We'll be uh, simulcasting on Newsmax 2 and 2 in just a matter of moments. So you're going to want to stick around for that. And, of course, 3 o'clock Eastern, you can watch the Todd Stearns show on N2, which is the brand-new uh, platform from, uh, from our friends at Newsmax. This is the headline from Salon, Salon.com. MAGA and Christian nationalism is a bigger threat to America than Hamas could ever be. The writer is Brian Karam. He says even Mitch McConnell is trying to push back against Mike Johnson and the MAGA lunatics. So, look, one of the things you're upset about is that Mike Johnson is actually a Christian man. Now, a lot of these folks up there, McCarthy being one of them, they say they're religious, but they're really not. They're just doing that to get votes. Actually, they're doing it to appease you because they think that that you are not paying attention But Mike Johnson's the real deal, and they've got a lot of people very concerned. But one of the things uh, that's happening in the the House, and there's also something going on in the Senate as well, but in the House, Mike Johnson laid down the law. He said, we're not going to be doing these joint funding bills. If you want to fund Ukraine, fine, we'll do that. But we're going to do it later after we're able to get some reforms in place and after we're able to get a we're able to get a list of exactly what the money's been used for that we've already sent over there. So he wants to have a clean bill that is paid for through the IRS for Israel. And Biden is upset about that. Mitch McConnell's upset about that. 
But Mike Johnson standing his ground, and I say good for him. Meanwhile, you have Senator Tommy Tuberville over in the Senate, the great Republican from Alabama, and he is fighting a one-man battle over these military promotions. And Tuberville is actually holding up the military promotions, and the reason why is a very noble reason. Because right now, the military is funding abortions. Your tax dollars are being used to fund abortions and a lot of this transgender mutilation surgery within the military. And Tuberville says, until that is stopped, not a single military promotion is going to happen. And you've got a lot of people on the Republican side of the ledger who are enraged at Tuberville. Cut number 15. It's about keeping politics, politics out of the military. I did not put it in the military. Joe Biden and Secretary Austin put politics in the military. And it's about the right to life. These are some of the most important things in the world to me. And so, Mr. President, I object. The objection is heard. Mr. President. Senator from South Carolina. Yeah, I'll have another one. Uh, let me respond to my colleague respectfully. And we have courts. If you think they've done something illegal, go to court. That's how you handle these things. The Pentagon has issued a legal opinion I disagree with, saying this doesn't violate the Hyde Amendment. I disagree with it. Here's what's going to happen. You've just denied this lady a promotion. You did that. All of us are ready to promote her because she deserves to be promoted. Did he just pass she gas? had nothing to do with this policy. Let me say it again. Everybody in this body could find an issue with any administration they don't agree with. And what we're going to do is open up Pandora's box. Today is abortion policy. If we take back the White House, we'll go back to the Mexico City policy, limiting dollars to be given to overseas entities that are engaged in the abortion business. Some pro-choice people don't like that. What would happen if they put a hold on all the officers because they don't agree with the Republican administration? There's a reason this, is, this has not been done this way for a couple hundred years. No matter where you believe it or not, Senator Turbeville, this is doing great damage to our military. I don't say that lightly. I've been trying to work with you for nine months. There you go. And it's and he's not the only one. Poor Tuberville is having to fight his own party. Here's Senator Joni Ernst. Cut number 14. They believe in their country as well. They are human beings. Many of them have backgrounds just as I do. They are flesh and blood, and they have chosen to wear the uniform and the flag of our United States. They have done that without any mental reservation. They have stepped forward to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And they do it because they believe in our country. And it is really unfortunate that tonight these men and women have been denied their promotions. We have done the best that we can to honor the request of a fellow senator that these nominations be brought to the floor and voted on individually. 
And I really respect men of their word. I do not respect men who do not honor their word. Okay, well, it seems to me that the only person right now in the United States Senate who is actually standing up for the Republican Party platform is Senator Tommy Tuberville. Unless something has happened and they have rewritten the Republican Party platform, it seems to me that the Republicans in the United States Senate ought to be standing up alongside Tuberville. And it's a very simple thing here. You can either fund abortions or you can have the military promotions, but you can't have both. And we have all seen what kind of generals are being promoted. We're talking about some really woke nonsense that's going on in the military right now. A lot. So I, I, I know a lot of folks out there are very upset with Tuberville, but he's doing the right thing here. And honestly, he needs to hear from you. You may not even be in his district. You may not be in his state. It doesn't matter. You should give the senator's office a call and say that you stand alongside him and that you support the work that he's trying to do. All right, 844-747-8868. That is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Now, look, in the break, I want you to do me a favor. Head over to Amazon and pre-order a copy of my brand-new book. It'll be in bookstores in March, but we're doing pre-orders right now. And the name of the book, Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? It is a fun book. It is a great book. We've got a a lot of people have endorsed this project, including President Donald John Trump, Senator Marsha Blackburn, Congressman Jim Jordan, uh, Pastor Robert Jeffers, our good friend Pastor Jack Hibb. So a lot of folks are jumping on board, and we need your help today. So if you would, head over to Amazon right now, and you can pre-order a copy of Twilight's Last Gleaming, Can America Be Saved? All right, folks, stick around. We've got a lot more coming up in the next hour, including a great, great Grammy-nominated group. They're hosting a big event tonight for Israel. Also, Congressman Kevin Hearn is going to be here. Stick around, everybody. This is The Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Well, hello, America. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Radio Program. So happy to have you with us today. And wow, do we have a lot going on uh, here on the program. Uh, By the way, we want to welcome all of our viewers uh, for this hour of the Todd Stern Show. Uh, We launched our program yesterday on Newsmax N2, and we want to welcome all of our great viewers uh, and the uh, the incredible Newsmax family. Immediately after this hour, you'll be able to watch the all-new Todd Stern's TV show on N2, and we'll tell you more about that in just a moment. But those, for those of you just joining us, write this number down. You will need this if you want to call in and talk on this hour of the program, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. Well, I want to go right now to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Great to have a friend of this program, a great American patriot. 
He is the chairman of the Republican Study Committee from the great state of Oklahoma, Congressman Kevin Hearn. Congressman, how are you today? Todd, I'm doing great. It's great to be with you. How's everything in Memphis today? Congressman, we have a little frost on the pork butt, to be honest. A little chilly down here in this uh, <laughs> in this world. <laughs> but, Crazy time in our world right now, that's for sure. You know, it really is. And uh, I, I'm very excited about the direction things are going in the House of Representatives. And uh, I want to talk right, get right out of the gate and talk about this piece of uh, legislation you have introduced called the Maximum Pressure Act which um, I think really focuses and refocuses uh, what we need to be remembering about those October 7th terrorist attacks. Well, certainly, uh, you know, thanks for pointing that out. You know, we put this forward, myself, uh, the former RSC chair, uh, Jim Banks, will be our next senator from Indiana, put this out uh, along with our, our colleague Joe Wilson and some 80 other Republicans, and it really does it's the most aggressive uh, pressure campaign put on Iran in our history, certainly dating back, you know, to the 70s when they certainly haven't been in front of our friends since then. But really goes after, you know, rescinding the $6 billion that the Biden administration released uh, our grip on just not too long ago, right before the October 7th atrocities that have been happening in Israel. But also what's sneakily been happening since the president, this president's been in office, is, is to release Iranian oil to places like China and Iraq and, you know, $80 billion that's been spent so far. You know, back when President Trump came into office, Iran boasted somewhere around $120 billion of reserve currency. And under the uh, Trump administration, that got all the way down to about 10 and now it's back up again, you know, approaching 100 billion again. So these, this country, the Iranian, uh, you know, I told us that they are just, you know, they they want to destroy Israel. They would love to destroy the West. You know, we're putting a lot of pressure on them right now with what they're doing across Iraq and the 28 bases that they've attacked. And we're going to continue to do so with having the Ike uh, Carrier Group and the Gerald Ford Air Carrier Group both in the Red Sea and the Mediterranean. It, right now, we're going to continue pushing on them. We're going to open up, remove the limits on the bounties for the capture of terrorist perpetrators to, from the October 7th massacre, uh, continue to go after banks that are uh, that are doing uh, business with Iran that weren't blacklisted, just a countless number of things. We're going to put a chokehold on them that uh, they've never seen before. Uh, well, I'm glad to hear this because I'm getting a lot of mixed messages right now from, from the White House. Yesterday, you had the vice president. And she's announcing this whole strategy to address Islamophobia. Meanwhile, you've got Jews being slaughtered all over the place. So this is not an issue of Islamophobia. This is about anti-Semitism and also, to some extent, uh, these attacks on Christians as well. So it's the Christians and the Jews that are coming under attack, not the Muslims. Well, we have to remember 80 years ago, this is how the Holocaust really got started and this is exactly what happened, is everybody turned a blind eye, not only here but around the world, and uh, Jews were slaughtered, and everybody uh, now has, we can't let this happen again. And this is the same thing we're seeing across our college campuses, you know, some that are spreading the most uh, liberal bent uh, ideology that somehow this is okay and it's freedom of speech. It's not freedom of speech when you have people in Cornell and Harvard and elsewhere that are saying that it's okay to harm our Jewish, uh, you know, citizens out there, and, and it's it's very fearful. This is a place that we're supposed to be restrictive in our law, and then when we have members of the United States House of Representatives that are out promoting this, uh, you know, this this nonsense that somehow Israel is to blame for all of the 
you know, the death in, you know, Gaza. We've got to remember uh, that they were living uh, what would, you know, in that area would be called peaceful until Hamas lobbed uh, missiles into Israel and killed some 1,400 Jews. And that's just where this started. And certainly the prime minister has made it uh, well known that he intends to destroy every piece of the Hamas network that he possibly can find. And, you know, it's uh, the United States needs to be supportive and uh, they're they're trying to find a way to you know have it both ways. And here's what we've seen with this administration. What we saw under President Trump was peace through strength, a ideology brought forth by Ronald Reagan. But what's happened under the Biden administration, we've seen this going all the way back to Afghanistan in August of 21. We're seeing this, you know, this whole ideology that it's war through weakness. And, uh, you know, these people like Putin and, you know, the Iranians and the North Koreans, you know, what we're seeing in China, that they know how to fill a vacuum of weakness. And that's exactly what they're doing. Congressman, uh, there's there's been a lot of uh, shenanigans going on within the caucus in, in the House uh, last night and into this morning. You had uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and Congressman Chip Roy going at it. I think she called him Colonel Sanders. I would have taken that as a compliment, but that's just me. Um, you know, are we going to see some unity here in, in the party? I mean, this is getting a little bit old. And I think going into the presidential election and the uh, the, the, the 2024 races, we need to be unified here. Well, you're certainly correct. If we're going to have any policies that are going to move conservative ideology forward, we're going to have to be in the majority. And my colleagues, uh, you know, I know they're aware of this, but certainly our actions really matter. And uh, we had a conference meeting this morning, and a lot of this was addressed. And then when we came out of the conference meeting, this this occurred. So I think that, you know, calmer heads need to prevail. Uh, Mike Johnson is the right guy at the right time for these issues. And I know we'll be addressing those uh, if he's now, not already doing so now look, promptly. I know that you were in the mix there, Congressman. You need to be sending him like a fruit bouquet or something. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I'm not sure this is the job you wanted. <laughs> Well, he and I have had a lot of dialogue since last Wednesday about this. We're we're helping in many ways to make sure he has a very successful uh, speakership, and we certainly need to win back the majority next November, and, and that starts now. And so we're helping every way we can with getting our appropriation bills uh, move forward quickly so that minimize the amount of money that we need to do in a continuing resolution to keep our government open on November 17th. Congressman, real quick here, uh, there have been some really nasty attacks uh, directed at the congressman, uh, MSDNC, going after his religious beliefs, calling him a Christian fundamentalist. Uh, Just a few moments ago, Salon uh, posted um, a really nasty essay saying that that Speaker Johnson is more dangerous. I want to read the headline here. Uh, It's just so insane. MAGA and Christian nationalism, bigger threat to America than Hamas could ever be. Yeah, you know, words, you know, comments like that are just, uh, they're inflammatory, they're certainly wrong. I would remind everybody to expand what MAGA really means. It's make America great again. I think regardless of your Democrat, Republican, or don't care about politics, you yeah. would like to see America great again. And uh, we saw that under President Trump, and you know certainly uh, many of us up here are those policies where we had the highest employment of every type and you know individual out there. Every uh, nationality had the highest employment rate, the lowest unemployment rate, the lowest inflation. I remind everybody that Democrat Republican inflation knows no politics, 
and more people have more money in their pocket. And and so, you know, as we talk about Mike Johnson, Mike Johnson is an outstanding uh, individual who has fought for religious liberties for America. Uh, the foundation, the principles of the First Amendment that this country was founded on will continue to do so. And uh, it will be uh, important for all of us to work together collectively to make sure that happens over the next 12 months. All right, good stuff. And it's a good reminder that the MAGA phrase was actually originated during the Reagan uh, campaign uh, when that is President fact. <laughs> Ronald Reagan wanted to make America great again. Well, look, Congressman, we're excited. Congratulations on the chairmanship. Uh, you're going to do a great job. We love the, the great work that you guys are doing in the study committee, and we look forward to having you back on very soon. Thanks, Todd. Appreciate it very much. All right, Congressman Kevin Hearn, ladies and gentlemen. He is the chairman of the Republican Study Committee from the great state of Oklahoma. And, of course, we have a lot of great listeners out in Oklahoma. All right, here's the deal, folks. We're going to take a break. When we come back, write down this telephone number. You will need it if you want to call into the program, 844-747-8868. That's our number, 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Like I'm back in high school in the in the eighties again, loving the bumper music today. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today. Uh, let's get to the phones here. Mary in California is watching us on Newsmax Two N Two. Hi, Mary. How are you today? Doing well, thank you. How are you, Mary? I'm doing well. What part of California are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Southern California in the Inland Empire. Well, it's a beautiful well, it's a beautiful area of the state. What's on your mind today, Mary? So, I think that the way this president is is putting this country into debt is actually the most serious thing that he's doing because it's a part of what China would like to do is replace our currency on the world stage and all these ways that this president is spending money as if there's no end to it is I think the true danger and maybe what China's ultimate goal is. I mean, Mary, at this point, we're basically saying that, that Ukraine is now a, um, a, another state of the union. They're getting almost as much money, if not more money than some of our states in the union itself. I think a lot of people are, are looking at the spending, and we're, we're realizing how in the world can we maintain these numbers. Uh, look at what happened uh, just a couple of weeks ago where you had the military come out and actually confirm that we were facing an ammunition shortage because we've been sending all of our ammo to Ukraine. We've got to start looking after our own interest, American interest. I think definitely, and I think I hope that the House of Representatives puts a stop to this uncalled for yeah. spending. Mary, it's a great point you raise, and it really is all about the spending, which is why I'm very excited about Speaker Johnson laying down the law and saying this is we're going to we're going to help our ally Israel, but we're also going to make sure it's paid for. So good for the speaker, Mary. Thanks for the call, and thank you for watching N two. Let's go to Indiana. Brandy watching us on N2. Hi, Brandy. What's on your mind? Hello, Brandy. Hello. Hi, Brandy. You're on the air. 
All right, there we go. Brandy, give us a holler back. 844-747-8868 is our number. I want to go back to this Jesse Waters issue where uh, now you've got the White House demanding that Jesse Waters apologize because he offended Muslim people, uh, specifically Arab Americans. You've got the White House now saying that the bigger problem is not anti-Semitism in America. No, 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 no. That's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem in America is Islamophobia. So what the administration is basically telling us, that when the radical Muslims show up at your home and slaughter you in your bed while you are still awake as they're slaughtering your family and you say something about that, you cannot be Islamophobic. That's a big no-no, a big no-no when it comes to the Biden administration. All right, let's go to Kansas. Tony is on the line. Hi, Tony. What's on your mind today? Hey, Todd. So I would like to know really well the if my friends and I were to go out and say the things that these protesters are saying about them or any other group of people, we would be arrested for hate crimes. Yes, sir. Why are they not being arrested for hate crimes? Tony, this is a great question. And uh, look, I've been a strong and longtime critic of the FBI. I believe it needs to be dismantled and defunded. But I will say this, they did a good job at the Cornell University situation where they hunted down this thug, this goon, and who was making all the threats against the Jews, and he's now facing hate crime charges. But to your point, why are we not arresting all of these uh, pro-Hamas sympathizers that are marching in our streets? Tony, I say round them all up and send them right back over to where they came from. I, I agree, because, I mean, you can't have them going out there and saying gas the Jews and stuff, because, I mean, we're looking at Hitler, and they quit teaching yes. that in school. I, I educated yes. my son myself on this stuff. And that's the problem, Tony. We're not teaching a lot of history in the school. We were talking about this earlier in the program where now they, they want to rename all the birds. So this is like a big thing now where they're renaming all the birds because they were named after people who might have owned slaves in the 16 or 1700s. We're tearing down all the, the statues and the monuments. We're erasing our history. And to your point, there was a survey done a couple of months back and a majority of American school kids, don't, they don't even know what the Holocaust was. Right. It's sad, really, because history will repeat itself if you don't know it. Yes, sir. Tony, very well said. What part of Kansas are you listening to us in? Wichita. Well, we also have a great radio affiliate there, the Big Talker KQAM. So we appreciate you calling in, and uh, thanks for being a supporter of N2. All right, real quick, let's go to South Carolina. Chris on the line. Hi, Chris. What say you? Hey, what's going on? How are you doing today? I'm well. Thank you for asking. Well, I don't know. A lot of people are just always on the news media, and they're, like, going from one topic to one other topic, and nobody seems to, like, narrow it to what it is. And I'm going to make it real simple. If your friend ain't standing under the American flag, and he's standing for some other flag, he's part of the invasion that's happening to our country right now, and the people in this country are being oppressed by social media and news media and politicians. Well, what do you mean by that? Give me an example of what you're talking about, Chris. Okay, you've seen a football game, they won't stand? That's right, that is true. They won't stand, you can't get them to stand, you ain't going to talk them into standing? They're not going to stand because... They don't care about that flag in this country. They've been radicalized by another government. Well, Chris, no, they've been radicalized by our nation's public school system. 
I'm telling you, that's that's the biggest threat to American civilization as we know it. It's our public education system. That's where these kids are getting radicalized. And until we can get our handle on that, uh, we are this country will always be in dire straits. So we got to get a handle on what they're teaching these kids in the classroom. Oh, I agree with you. All right. Well, Chris, we got to leave it there. We're coming up on a break, my friend. A good listening, good hearing from you, and thanks for a watching N2. Again, folks, our telephone number is 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. Now, coming up, uh, there is a big, big event tonight. You'll be able to watch it on social media. It's called the Isaacs, a great multi-dove award-winning, multi-Grammy-nominated family group, Christian Singers. And uh, they're going to be holding a big Israeli fundraising concert tonight on their Facebook page. And uh, we're going to be talking to some members of the group coming up in just a few moments. We're also going to be taking your calls um, on the big issues of the day. Um, We're also going to get back into what's happening in the U.S. Senate right now, where Senator Tuberville seems to be the only Republican standing up for the pro-life movement. All right, 844-747-8868. That is our number. This is The Todd Stark Show. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. We are broadcasting on more than 140 radio stations around the nation, and we are also simulcasting on N2, the great new platform uh, brought to us by our friends at Newsmax TV. All right, I want to go back to the phone lines uh, here. Let's go to uh, Bob in Houston, Texas, watching us on Newsmax. Hi, Bob, what's on your mind today? Well, I've listening to you earlier and i heard you say you thought we ought to round everybody up and send them back where they came from and i wholeheartedly agree everybody i've talked to around houston here in my wider circles uh seems to agree with that same uh proposition most of these people are anti-americans they're over here leeching on our school systems and our government benefits they're they have not sworn an allegiance to this country nor to our flag. They dishonor our flag, as a matter of fact. And uh, most of them are from these countries where they were previously shouting death to America. Now they're taking advantage of America. I think uh, when they get out in the streets protesting and uh, stomping on the American flags, they ought to be arrested, rounded up, pull their green cards or visas, send them back to their country. What do you think? Bob, uh, look, I, I like the way you think. You and I could uh, share a, a rack of ribs together. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know, again, and people are not paying attention to the actual the actual hurt this is doing to the country financially and economically, where a lot of these illegals, especially along those, those beautiful cities and towns along the border, uh, they're having to take care of the medical needs, the lodging, uh, feeding people, clothing people, educating the kids, having to bring in more teachers at taxpayer expense uh, because many of them do not speak English. So I'm with you. I I say let's send them right back across the border or keep sending them to these sanctuary cities because, Bob, I was not a big fan of that originally, initially. But I had a couple of weeks ago I had to say, you know what, I was mistaken. This turned out to be the best thing humanly possible 
because now people in other parts of the country are beginning to understand what you folks in, in Texas have been going through. I'll tell you what, it's, uh, it's the same everywhere across the United States. These people are overwhelming our country with their presence, yep. and they're dishonoring our, uh, our citizens and our flag. They have no allegiance to us whatsoever, and they're only here uh, building up against the day when they turn on us. And I think we need to take them in hand right away and get rid of them. Bob, I, I'm with you. Send them right back across the border. So we appreciate your call, Bob, and thanks for watching us on N2 today. Again, our number, ladies and gentlemen, is 844-747-8868. Now, I told you about a wonderful event tonight. A lot of people have been saying, okay, how can we help the good people of, of Israel? And uh, there is an, just one of my favorite musical groups, the Isaacs. They are a multi-Grammy-nominated family, and tonight they're doing a concert on their Facebook page. I want you to take a listen to a little bit of this. this radio program, ladies and gentlemen, we support the nation of Israel. That's what we do here. And uh, as a person who is a Christian, an evangelical Christian, I believe we are called to stand alongside the nation of Israel. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now and welcome two members of this great, great group, the Isaacs, Lily and Sonia. Ladies, hope you're doing well today. Hi. Hi. Thanks Good afternoon. Look, I'm excited about this. Uh, who, I'm, Lily, we'll start with you. How did you, you guys come up with the idea to do this fundraising concert? Well, it was actually Sonia's idea. Well, Sonia, but, we're going to uh, start with you then. So, Lily, you be quiet and <laughs> go get some iced tea. Hi, Sonia. How are you today? Hi. Well, um, you know, we love Israel. We have been there about 17 times. We take tour groups to Israel, people that it's on their bucket list to go. We have family that lives in Israel and many, many friends. And our hearts have been broken by uh, the devastating attacks on Israel and the innocent people that have suffered because of this hatred and evil. And so uh, there, we were thinking one day, what, what can we do? Um, you know, we, we, what we know we can do is sing and we can give. So uh, not everybody can sing, but everybody can give a little. And if everybody gives a little, it can be a lot. And so we decided to put together... We decided to call all of our artist friends that we could get a hold of, and we called many, and throw together in a two-week period a great night of concert music to help Israel. And we have probably 20 artists that are coming in person to perform. Wow. It's all on Facebook Live, free to everybody. And we have another dozen or so artists that couldn't be there that sent videos. So it's going to be an incredible night. So, uh, by the way, folks, Facebook.com slash The Isaacs, uh, that's the, the place where the concert yes. will be 8 o'clock Eastern tonight. Uh, on Facebook Live. Uh, Lily, tell us about some of the groups that are going to be performing tonight. Well, we have a lot of soloists. Uh, Jimmy Fortune, Rhonda Vincent. Help me out, Sonia. Jamie, Jamie Johnson, Johnson. Aaron um, Schuess, yeah. uh, Joshua Aaron, Connie Smith, John Conley, um, Daryl Worley, yeah. uh, Lord have mercy, Brandon what? Heath, <laughs> Riley Clemens, uh, folks from different genres, uh, mostly country artists, uh, but I some love from it. Christian contemporary world, gospel, you name it. 
you know, Sonia, coming we, together in love. You talked about uh, the, the trips you guys have taken to the Holy Land, and I think probably a lot of people watching us on Newsmax, a lot of people listening to us on the radio, uh, that's either been on their Beckett list or they've been there. Ha- have you been able to check in with any of the people that, that you might have known there uh, that you guys work with, and uh, and how are people doing over there? Well, I, I might answer that. This is Lily. Uh, most people know our story. My mother and father are Polish-Jewish Holocaust survivors, so they lived through a terrible time in history, and they survived to tell the story. After the war was over, my parents and I came to America. I was just a baby. But we had a lot of family that settled in Israel. Some stayed in Germany, some went to Australia, and we were scattered all across the world. So we actually have family that lives in Haifa and Tel Aviv, We've been in touch with them frequently, like every other day we're texting and calling and making sure they're okay. And they are. There's a lot of sirens going on and everybody goes to their bomb shelters, but it's a very unnerving situation. But so far, thank God, our families and our dear friends, tour guides we've met and had for many years, so far everybody we know is okay. It's just a very unnerving time for a lot of the people and I I feel it. I think, though, that, uh, you know, Sonia, when when you look at what's happening here in this country, so many uh, people are getting together, they're they're sending over help, they're sending over aid, uh, they're holding, you know, events like what you guys are doing tonight on, on Facebook. Uh, what does that tell you about the relationship between America and, and Israel? Well, America's always stood by Israel, and um, and I think that's part of our our. Um, our God calling. You know, we love Israel. That's the homeland of our Savior. And it's a very sacred and cherished place to him and his people. And the Bible even tells us, I'll bless those who bless my people and I'll curse those who curse her. And so I want to be on the blessing side of that. I'm sure most everybody does. And so, um, you know, we've always been honored to stand with Israel. And, um, you know, and I think people here, uh, America is full of, of tender-hearted, compassionate loving people who um, who want to help anybody that is suffering, and especially our, our neighbors and sisters and brothers in Israel, yes. because we love Israel for so many reasons. Uh, for us, it's, you know, our Jewish heritage, our history, and our family there, and then also the, the side of us that is unusual for a lot of Jewish people, but the fact that um, we're Messianic believers, and, you know, and our Lord came from there, and so that's, that's a double sacred place for us. So I think America is amazing. And I want to say we also have a heart and a passion for the innocent people that had nothing to do with these terror attacks and that got stuck in the crossfire. Palestinian people, people that may not be Israeli, that are hostages. And, you know, our heart goes out to the people of victims, which was no nothing they've done. They were just at the wrong place in the wrong time. So, you know, we want to just help humanitarian aid to all these people. We want to be able to bless them. They don't have water to drink and enough food to eat. And, you know, a lot of these uh, soldiers that were uh, called to duty, like within a day or less, didn't even have enough time to grab a phone charger or an air mattress mm-hmm. to sleep on or, or socks. Right. You know, just simple things that would make life a little bit easier. So, you know, we want to be all inclusive. Anybody that's hurting and suffering is who we want to help. Right. And uh, folks, you can be a part of that tonight on Facebook, uh, the concert, a live show. Uh, Go to facebook.com slash the Isaacs. And again, that concert starts at eight o'clock Eastern. And uh, it's going to be a a great time as we uh, stand together with our good friends uh, and allies in the nation of Israel. 
Lily and Sonia, thank you so very much, and we wish you guys nothing but the best tonight and hope you raise a lot of money. Thank you so much. Everybody tune in. It's a free concert, and you'll love it. God bless you. All right. There you go, folks. The Isaacs, um, and again, multi-dove, award-winning group, multi-Grammy-nominated family group, and uh, uh, what a great story they have there. All right, uh, folks, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going right to the phone. So if you're on hold, do not go anywhere. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Starnes radio program. Very happy to have you with us. Just a quick question here. What do you think is the greater threat to America? Is it Islamophobia or is it anti-Semitism? Uh, the, the White House and John Kirby is uh, behind the White House podium right now saying that the bigger threat here is the threat to people who follow the Muslim faith. Are, are you buying any of this? Unbelievable. All right, let's go to the phone lines here, 844-747-8868. Let's say hello to Kim in New Orleans. Hi, Kim, what's on your mind today? Hey, I think the biggest threat is uh, open borders. Why would Biden open the borders? Why did Nancy Pelosi fight Trump to build a wall? The answer is because they have been registered millions of unvetted illegal immigrants to vote since 2014. That's why they opened the borders. America doesn't get it. Why else? Well, Kim, do you know who does get it? Uh, A lot of the blacks who live in the Chicago South Side, they get it. They see what's going on now, and they're really fired up about this. They understand that they are being replaced. You've got illegal aliens that are being moved into their neighborhoods Same thing happening with Asian Americans. And these are all heavily Democrat districts. And, Kim, I see this as an opportunity for the Republicans to step in and say, hey, look, this is why you need to be voting for us. We're going to do something about the border. Why are we paying Congress? What is their job? They are supposed to protect us. They are allowing the invasion and going after us for sounding the alarm. It's, Kim, it's a great question, and you're right. There, There is a constitutional responsibility for the government to protect the states from invasions, and that has not happened. So it seems to me that the state governors and legislatures then have the responsibility to do what the federal government will not do. So, Kim, appreciate that call. Let's go to Nashville. Louise, watching us on N2. Hi, Louise. What's on your mind? Well, it'll be very short, of my, my statement with you. Um, what I can't understand, it's very simple. I'm, I'm surprised that more Republicans especially haven't called in and said something about this. They keep The Democrats keep asking why it is that Johnson's not rich. The reason he's not rich is because he didn't do the underhanded dealings they did and the bribery they did. And the way they got rich was to turn their backs on our country and on our Constitution. You know, um, you may not believe this. I don't care. I don't care who believes it. I know it for a fact, and God knows if he was standing here, I'd tell him the same thing. When I was four, he knows it, though. When I was five years old, I was, I mean, I was a devout Christian at five years old. I thought 
I honestly thought I was raised in a foster home. And it wasn't all that great an experience. And God protected me. He really did. And he put an old man in my path. And I called him dad because I had no dad uh, at that time. I mean, he never, you know, accepted us. I have a twin brother. Um, so we were kind of farmed out, all of us kids. There were five of us. My brothers, basically, my older brothers raised themselves. We, we don't have a lot of time here, Louise, so we got about 40 seconds. I'm sorry. But God told me when I was five years old that in my lifetime I would see World War III. I've told people through the years, family and friends, wow. they have called me about this. And I promise you, if God were sitting here, he knows I'm telling the truth, and I'd say this well, thing to him. Louise, so I will say this, um, and I hope that's not the case. I, I hope you're wrong, but but we are certainly heading down a very dangerous path, and it's one that, that we've all got to pay very close attention to. Louise, appreciate that call. Uh, let's go to... Ernest in Augusta, Georgia. Hi, Ernest. What's on your mind today? Starns. This is McGregor. <laughs> I'm a military vet uh, from the first Gulf War, and uh, it's a sad thing, America, that all of us vets have to suffer. We A lot of us can't get what we need. Um, things have been restricted. Um, a lot of the funding that Trump put in place has been rescinded. Uh, uh, just like all of the uh, oil permits that were issued, uh, America has become uh, veteran, uh, uh, you know, uh, targeted towards veterans. Um, our uh, infrastructure has been targeted um, from within. The enemy is from within, and people need to pay attention to this. Uh, if if you have a congressman or somebody that's a Republican. And they are a rhino. You need to call them out. People need to start calling them out. Oh, look. And, and if nothing else, that, that's one of the things we've been able to do. And it's been pretty remarkable to see the rhinos popping up uh, and and rearing their ugly heads. Uh, most recently, by the way, and this just dropped last night, you had Ken Buck, Congressman Ken Buck, who's a rhino. And uh, he said he's not going to be running for, for office again. And so we've got to start primarying these people. That's what we've got to start doing, Ernest, and we've got to teach them a lesson. You campaign one way and you govern another, we're going to call you out on it. All right, Ernest, appreciate that call. We've got a skedaddle. And, uh, folks, again, our telephone number is 844-747-8868. Our website is toddstarns.com. And we'd love for you to go check out all of the great resources we have for you, and most of them are free. Uh, We've got our free newsletter, our free podcast, and you'll be able to listen to all three hours of the radio show free of charge. A lot of people say, Starnes, why do you do that? You ought to be making money. You ought to be charging for this stuff. Well, the reality is we got a lot of other people out there charging you for stuff, and we want to give you something for free. And that's why we do that over at ToddSterns.com. All right, coming up, folks, you're going to want to stick around. uh, The radio show ramping up. But we have a full hour of TV coming your way, the Todd Stearns TV show, exclusively on N2. We're going to be talking to Walker Wildman, who is the vice president over at the American Family Association. And also, you're not going to believe this, but they say that math is racist. And we're going to be talking to a group that's trying to push back so your kids know how to make the proper change at Walmart. All right, folks, this has been a great day. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. 
noon Eastern, and we're about to see you on TV on N2 coming up next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 